I haven't fucked in a car. Cannot believe it. I gave someone a hand job whilst they were driving once. Hello and welcome back to Single Sounds and happy Valentine's Day plus happy one year anniversary to the podcast. I'm Katie Mack, the host and creator of this dating podcast turned modern dating agency. And honestly, I am so excited, proud and emotional to say thank you to all of you listening right now who have supported the podcast. From those of you who have stuck with me since the beginning to those of you who have tuned in today for the first time, it all makes a massive impact. So thank you. This week's episode is just so special because I have the wonderful Florence Bark joining me today. She is the co-host of Fucks Given by Come Curious, host of her own podcast, Love High, and newly established author with a new book coming out called This Book Will Make You Feel Something, which is full of erotic stories to give you the know-how to create your best pleasurable experience. Links to this and all things Florence are, of course, in the show notes. If you told me one year ago today, I would have the pleasure, no pun intended, to interview someone as influential to my life, my podcast journey, and to so many others regarding sex and relationships, I wouldn't have believed you. Florence is a true hero of mine, and I can't wait for her to become yours as well. She knows what she is looking for in a relationship and will inspire you to get your kink on. Okay, hi Florence, welcome to Single Sounds. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited. You have no idea. <laughs> Actually, so can't believe it. And I can't believe I get to ask you the start that I ask everyone, which is let's dive into your profile. Um, so who are you sexually attracted to? So I've recently discovered or come out as bisexual. So I am open to everyone. Love it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> anyone <laughs> anyone and everyone the best answer yeah um, <laughs> and what are you looking for so I'm kind of at the stage in my life where I want to find like a soul partner so I'm looking for someone that really connects to me in like a really deep way and someone that I can grow in life with and is committed to that kind of idea as well. And more technically, my therapist told me to stop dating guys in their 20s. <laughs> but it's not really been happening so far. <laughs> <laughs> and I just need people. So I'm, I'm looking for someone that's like super open Obviously, everything that I do is around sex and relationships yeah. with my work. So I need someone that's open to being super communicative about sex and exploring sex and have has a high libido. Yeah. Is that too much to ask? Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> I feel like you know what you want. Normally, people are quite specific about the age and the height, but uh, you just said not 20s, which is still quite open. <laughs> yeah. And I've been dating someone recently in their 20s. So I don't even <laughs> stick to my own rules. Stick to it. <laughs> but you touched on the like serious element of what you want, which is really important. Yeah. And that's yeah. what that, that is the important thing. Exactly. That that's the that's the thing. That's that's all I want, really. It's like soul partner. Who are you? Where are you at? Those are like the things you can be picky about, I think. Exactly. So it's not too picky. <laughs> and finally, where would you like to date? Well, so I'm living in Los Angeles now. So 
by London people and hello to the American plethora of this country. So mainly in LA, people that like to go on hikes are like where could be like meeting people on hikes, going to the cinema, going to the beach. I always like have a really romantic idea of like bumping into someone in like a grocery store. Yes. I know that once I went to a Trader Joe's in East LA and it was the most surreal experience I've ever had. So East LA is like the East of London and it's this supermarket that's kind of like, for some reason, Trader Joe's is kind of trendy and East LA is very like hipster. So I went into this supermarket and I was like, oh my God, everyone in here is so hot so <laughs> that's amazing I like maybe I just need to hang out in there yeah you're aware is Trader Joe's <laughs> yeah Trader Joe's in Los Feliz <laughs> it's such a movie like cute meet isn't it when they like you know at the same aisle and someone drops something and they're like oh here's your I don't know <laughs> lemon whatever you drop here's your eggplant <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's classic but yeah that would be really nice it would be a nice story to tell everyone Right. This is why I love your podcast because I'm I'm so sick of dating apps. Yeah, it's boring. Isn't so it? sick. Of, I just like the admin side of them, and I just oh god, it's tedious. Yeah. No, it's um, it's definitely something we wanted to break away from. Just having like a nice, fun story, like oh, I met someone on a podcast. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, I've had I do have one official relationship from the podcast, and I <gasps> I brought them back on. I know how exciting. No way! <laughs> oh my god, that is so cool. Um, and I brought them back on, and I was like, "What? What is the reaction you get?" And people are like, obviously, so much more interested than just like, "Oh, Hinge or oh, Bumble or whatever yeah. the yeah. usual apps are." That is fantastic. I'm so happy. It's so great. Yeah. <laughs> I've nearly got a second one. They're like doing pretty well. So I'm like <laughs> rooting for them. <laughs> oh my God. You're actually just a matchmaker. And it's so fun. People are trusting me a lot more now with like setting them up as well. Like if I recommend them an episode, they're like, oh yeah, I trust you. <laughs> I'll like them. Oh my God. That's yeah, fun. I wonder if it will work for me over in America. I mean, I do have like 10% of American listeners. They really like the idea. It's super interesting. Okay. I did an article in Newsweek. And I had so many new American followers. So you never know. <laughs> wow. Okay. You never know. Maybe the future LA Bay is going to come from here. He might be here. <laughs> he might be listening. <laughs> okay. And for your warm-up game, you chose Never Have I Ever. So I'm intrigued to see what you're going to say. <laughs> I was like thinking about this and I was like, I don't know if what I'm going to say is like too extreme because obviously... I come from Fox Given, the podcast. Ready? I'm ready. Give you a best shot. <laughs> Never have I ever been part of an orgy. Oh, I'm going to say you have. And that's true. I haven't been part of an orgy. You haven't? No. Oh. But hopefully in the future. Yeah. I <laughs> thought you were quite keen on sex parties, which is where I got that from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that was a trick question. Yeah, that was tricky. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next one is, never have I ever kissed a friend. Oh, that's really interesting. I've actually had another girl who said it was similar vein. She said she'd never kissed another girl, but she was straight. So assuming it was her friends and she hadn't actually, which I did think was quite, that's quite wild. I rated that. Yeah. Because um, I have lots. <laughs> yeah. Especially when drunk. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say that's false. I'm going to say you have. 
Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> have kissed friends. I've kissed multiple friends, especially when I was a teenager. And then more so, I think as I was grow like maybe in my 20s, I kissed a lot of like guy friends. I don't have much of a barrier when it comes to dick and friendship. I was going to say, I also like my gay friends love kissing me as well, still to this day. Yes. <laughs> when okay. they're drunk as well. So that's still kissing a friend. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. That counts. Okay. So it still happens on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> love it. My next one is never have I ever fucked in a car. Oh, and I know you really like your car. I love my car. You love it. It features on your stories like, daily. <laughs> oh my God, I love her so much. <laughs> Every time someone new gets in my car, I'm like, do you like my car? <laughs> and they're like, do you like your car? And I'm like, yes, I love it. Yes. She's like, okay, I love your car then. <laughs> Can't insult you. Um, oh, this mm-hmm. is tricky, tricky, tricky. I'm going to go that's false, as in you have. I haven't fucked in a car. That is shocking. I cannot <laughs> believe it. I gave someone a hand job whilst they were driving once. <laughs> nice. That's as far as I've gone. Oh, and I've like had like kind of foreplay stuff in the back of a car as well. Now that is surprising. Yeah. I feel like that's another tick list for you for when you're in LA. 100%. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to fuck in my Mustang though, because it's like, I feel like it's Small. not a very, yeah. <laughs> do the seats go back? The seats do go back. And yeah. if you had the roof down, stars above you yeah oh that's cool that would be pretty romantic I'm picturing you like driving up on a hike you know on the top of a canyon Mm -hmm. (laughs) no one around it's like so again classic American picture that in your yeah rooftop you know yeah off car yeah amazing I did have some more but I don't know if I'm taking up too much (laughs) (laughs) that's fine we're gonna we can move on it's along the same vein though of like what is your best dating story so my best date experience was kind of wild. So I met this guy at a party and we immediately hit it off. It was actually one of Reed's parties and he was kind of this like younger guy. He was only 26 and this was still when I was 31. And um, we immediately went back to mine after meeting at the party. I was a bit drunk. And I was just like, this chemistry, we have to, we have to do this. But he invited me on a date after this experience. And this was probably the most extravagant, lavish thing that's ever happened to me. He was like, okay, a car is picking you up at 7.30. No. The dress code is this. Bring <gasps> your bikini. And are you going to Marbella? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? That's so like insane. I get myself ready for like this, like I was it was kind of like he was just like wear wear what you want. The dress code is like just wear what you want. But yeah. like look nice. I was like, okay, I, I'll I'll put some effort in, but like not too much effort. Like I'm not gonna be super dressy. So I put yeah. on like this like lace acne studios thing that I had, which was just, like kind of sexy and you wear like because you can see underneath it. Yeah, like have, a bralette. Like, a bra underneath and like some I think I just wore my Dickies trousers as well keep it casual I felt like it was extravagant on the top and then like casual on the bottom um at 7 30 he texted me saying a car was waiting outside for me so I go down and there's this like blacked out Mercedes-Benz with like you know like 
the expensive ones that have the logo like outside of and like above the bonnet yeah like high rise (laughs) yeah high rise logo and the driver gets out the car and opens the door for me (laughs) you're like royalty at this point I was like what the fuck is happening I'm very uncomfortable but kind of this is yeah I would be a bit stressed to get in the car I'm not gonna lie Yeah, so I got in and he was just like, what music do you want to put on? Like, link up your own playlist. And it was just very accommodating and really lovely. And I had no idea where I was going. So I was sitting in this car that was like scooting along from East London to West London. Obviously, we all know that West London's where all the swanky things happen. Yeah. And um, we stop in Mayfair outside a restaurant called Sexy Fish. Expensive. And it was this is the first time I'd ever been in like a restaurant in Mayfair and all of these things. And my date met me outside and he kind of, in his like very like Viking kind of way, was just like being like the man in the situation and like leading me through the restaurant and the crowd. And um, he was like, oh, well, I've never have you ever had caviar before? Um, I was like, no, I haven't had caviar before. So he was like, okay, we're getting the caviar and we'll get the lobster and like all these really extravagant foods. And we just sat there eating like this crazy food that I'd never even really experienced before. And I was like, why did I need my bikini? And it's because he had back at his place obviously we'd already slept together so it was kind of a given that I would go back to his afterwards he lived in a building that had this crazy view of like the river and his building had like a spa attached to it that the residents just have access to and I'm pretty sure he told me that Angelina Jolie has a flat in that building yeah so that's that's my like best most weird crazy date story that is pretty good one though um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give you top marks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, I've experienced wow. this. This is yeah. cool. I don't know why. Like the car is just wild. That's like a next level wealth. So I feel like you can definitely go on dates where people like overspend to impress you. But like, and he was twenty six. Yeah, no one's hiring a car like a chauffeur. That's insane. I mean, they could, but that is such a waste of money. Like, I feel like that was just his driver, wasn't it? Like, yeah, and it was for the for the um future dates like that wasn't the first time he got me a car places what happened to this man (laughs) we just weren't very compatible in the end he also wanted to take me on like a horse riding date which (laughs) would have been fucking amazing too and I bet that would have been a great story because something would have happened yeah like your horse would have bolted off and he would have had to rescue you or like something yeah (laughs) actually the that story, the Viking story, inspired one of the erotic stories in my book that's coming out, just to slide that in. Got it on pre-order. <laughs> yeah, yay! <laughs> Don't you worry. Yes, thank but you yeah, so much. Well done for the book, it's very impressive. I am very happy to be here and let you know that Lemonade are this week's sponsor. Lemonade are a small but unstoppable underwear brand made to make you feel good. I received my undies last week. Of course, I picked the bright yellow set and I can honestly say I haven't taken them off. I've been completely converted to wireless bras, which I didn't think was possible. Lemonade have a no underwire challenge and I strongly encourage you to take this challenge. If my word isn't enough for you, recently... 
More than 30 babes tested lemonade bras for the first time with 100% of them convinced to wear non-wired bras more often. So you will be converted too, as was I. Lemonade not only make you feel good, they also do good, as you do. They have been partnered with Choose Love for almost a year, having donated over 8,000 pairs of undies to refugees in need and more than £1,500 directly raised for them. Isn't that amazing? You can shop Lemonade Undies as they are, or if this all sounds perfect and you want more, sign up to their membership options with a surprise pants or set, so that's the bra and the pants, through your letterbox every month. Cancel any time with 25% off the whole site and free shipping included alongside exclusive members-only launches and a whole host of other perks. Lemonade are all about treating yourself and I can fully get behind this initiative. I love treating myself as I did last week. (laughs) So, and every day of my life, to be honest. So why not treat yourself this Valentine's Day to 20% off beautiful underwear using the code SOUNDS20 when you spend £30 or more. All of this info is in the show notes, so go click that link, spread some love this Valentine's Day and support Lemonade, Refugees and Single Sounds with the most beautiful and comfiest underwear ever. You will be converted too, as was I. Oh, I'm excited for this one. What is your toxic trait? I don't think it's a great thing at all. I think this is going to actually put people off me. I don't know why I decided to have this question in there. I'm really not good at being clean and tidy, but I'm disgusted at other people's mess. Interesting. (laughs) So like, I feel weird when I'm around other people that are like not tidy and clean. Mm. Yet I definitely succumb to letting things slide a little yeah, bit yeah I do too Massively. but I have to say I can't live without a cleaner because of this and I feel like it keeps me on top of my shit yeah or well, because you're embarrassed for the cleaner to come <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of yeah it's accountability <laughs> and then if someone's cleaning for you it makes you like want to keep up their good work and when you're not dating anyone as well like that things start slipping but if you are dating someone they're coming over to yours frequently I would always be like okay tidy up like be clean and like all of these things but the clean is like a substitute for that if you're single you know you've got someone coming over on a regular basis (laughs) exactly I also think that this is like such a pro tip on how to have a successful relationship if you live with someone because cleaning is the number one thing that people argue about like and some people are so anti getting a cleaner but it's like just do it because you you won't have the arguments and then you won't feel like you're doing more work than the other Mm -hmm. person because I think some people at the beginning are like it's okay I like to clean but at some point you're going to become resentful that you're cleaning and your partner isn't also, and I'd rather be like, I'm not going to clean, full stop. So we're getting a cleaner. Yeah. Also, it's Otherwise, you, you won't be pleased with me. I feel like initially you start and you're like, this is fine. But then you start realizing that actually like you feel like a maid because it's like double. It's like, yeah. wait a minute, I have my dishes and your dishes. And it's like double uh-huh. the time, double the effort. And you're just like, it wears you down eventually, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then you're exactly. bickering about things that are not important. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the cleaner solves everything. And you're splitting the cost. That's, that's exactly the exactly in the UK cleaning's quite like a reasonable price as well. Yeah. Over here, on the other hand, I don't know how I'm going to oh, really? afford a cleaner. No. Is it really a lot? Yeah. It's 
fucking crazy. Yeah, it interesting. is three hundred dollars to get our house cleaned just once a week. <laughs> yeah, that's but we we're, we're doing it every other week because we can't afford. That. Yeah. <laughs> As in, like, they just, for coming once, they want 300 That's, like, here, that's, like, a deep, you know, like, end of tenancy clean price. And even then, I think you could get it cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> that's you ridiculous. Definitely, definitely could. Everything over here is way more expensive. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah, uh, here, there's no excuses. You can get a cleaner for, like, 10 15 pound an hour. <laughs> exactly. Which is kind of shit, but also yeah. <laughs> great. Okay, I like that, though. I feel like it's good to be honest and upfront and you've got a solution. So, you know. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And um, what is the award you should be nominated for? It's kind of random, but most matcha lattes in one day. Okay, nice. <laughs> you put a number to it. <laughs> um. Well, sometimes I think the most I've had is probably about five, but that's too many because it is still caffeine. Yeah. And once I had three all in the morning and then I had a podcast recording and I I had the caffeine jitters it was like <laughs> not a very nice feeling but I'm addicted to to it because I don't like coffee yeah. maybe that's another toxic trait because people love coffee and I, I don't like it either I hate it uh, yeah that's probably my controversial opinion to be honest yeah me too and it's really horrible when people are like oh let's go on a coffee date and I always have to go I'll have like a herbal tea or a hot chocolate and they're just yeah. The hot chocolate is so embarrassing. It's so like childish. <laughs> hot chocolate then. Yeah, uh, I hate it when I get to a place and they don't do matcha and I'm like, oh, okay, Um, I guess I'll have a tea. I'm like, not going to enjoy it, but okay. I hate ordering a tea in a cafe. Yeah, it, it feels lame, doesn't it? Like a coffee feels like so cool in comparison. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I wish I loved coffee. Yeah, same. I, I, I'm glad I don't because I feel like it would eat away my money but um, yeah yeah I hate ordering a hot chocolate it's so embarrassing <laughs> yeah I also had another my second like option for an award was manifestation award because I am queen of manifesting things in my life I love that I like to think I'm good but I think I could do it more I like to think I have the lucky girl syndrome but I don't think I'd you know I think I just like actually just hope for stuff and like, go towards it like slowly but yeah I don't know if I have the lucky girl syndrome, but sometimes like when I want something, it happens, you know, like once I was walking up a road with my ex and I needed to move out of a shared house and I was like, I just want to live in like a modern apartment, you know, something that has a balcony like that one. And I like pointed up at this building, got home, looked on right move and the top one on the search engine was a flat in that building that I pointed to and I moved in there. Yeah. So you manifested it. You were like... But then maybe if you didn't say that, you wouldn't have looked that day. And do you know what I mean? I always think it's like, yeah, you need well, that's what manifestation is. Exactly. It's like piecing all that energy together to like just make it shit happen. And I think like the reason you get perceived as lucky is because you've already told people what like what you want or what you're going to do. But actually you're just putting it out there and then you will get it because you've voiced it that many times and you're doing like subtle things to like get to it. I think it's a really cool concept. Yeah. Like moving to L.A. Like yeah she's it you did it (laughs) (laughs) do you know how long you're staying for I don't know I I really don't know like whatever life throws at me that's cool but we'll see what happens we'll see what happens I, I do love it here this is like the lifestyle that I love and wanted for the rest of my life I would love my kids to grow up here 
Mm. Yeah, I'm very jealous of your son, to be honest. I think I'd move there. I'll jo- I'll be joining you next year. <laughs> yes, please do. Yes, let's get everyone out here. <laughs> okay, so what is the nerdiest thing about you? I used to be a camera technician, so I am very knowledgeable on how to use loads of techie stuff that goes into filmmaking. So I can like shoot, I can do microphones. I know how to like get a camera working. Like people used to call me up to figure out like what, why something wasn't working on their shoot on their camera. But I'm also a gamer. That's another Mm. very nerdy thing about me. What, what game system? PS4. PS4. I'm on, although I used to, I was obsessed with the Pokemon games when I was growing up and I played absolutely all of them. I think the last... The last one that I played was Soul Silver on the DS. Nice. <laughs> I'm like slightly thinking, should I buy a Switch just to play the new one? Yeah, I would recommend it. We've got a Switch and I adore it. Okay. <laughs> it's like my yeah. favorite system of all time. It's yeah. just like unreal. It is just yeah. the DS, but in like big form. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And other than being a gamer, oh, it's probably not a non-negotiable to be fair. But um, what are your non-negotiables? Someone needs to have a high libido. They need to have an interest in exploring what else is out there in sex. And they have to be kinky as well. Those are non-negotiables because I think I just wouldn't be satisfied in the relationship if I wasn't exploring to that. And the the biggest non-negotiable is someone that isn't afraid of commitment. Pretty key. Pretty key. Yeah, that's that's a big one because I have been down that hole and it resulted in the oh, biggest heartbreak of my yeah. life. So it is yeah. hard. It's one of those where it's like, believe it when they tell you that they're not, you know, because I feel like we're so good at thinking, oh, they'll change like, you know, in a year or so. And then like it just ends up being a disaster. It never happens. It? Yeah. You've got to be in it from the very beginning. With the kink, do they have to have just their own kink? Could it be like quite... I want to say like vanilla. Say they have a foot fetish. Yeah. And that's their only one. Well, I'm not that into feet, so... (laughs) That would be a problem. That wouldn't really be the best one. The kink would have to be like, I like to explore like BDSM and stuff like that. And I mean, yeah, I was going to say like, check out my field profile because that's where (sighs) all of that kinky information is. But yeah, I feel like I, actually... I always feel like this isn't the platform to be like, so I have a lactation fetish and like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the field profiles like find out more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get in touch and then I'll forward you on. Yeah. You can see if you're compatible on the kink side yeah. of things. <laughs> yeah. I like field though. Like I don't think that's a very well-known dating app and it does seem really cool. I always meet amazing people on there. They're always so like, like-minded like when it comes to sex and relationships. Because when I'm going into a relationship, I'm not 100% sure I'm monogamous. But I'm, I like want to be open to someone that's like wants to go to sex parties and to have threesomes and stuff like that. Because I think when you're sexually attracted to all genders, it then gets quite like tricky if you enter into it. So if I entered into a relationship with a guy... Now, I'd always have that like niggling feeling of like, oh, what, but what if, or, you know, there's more that I want to explore. So there's that as well. Yeah. They might need to be willing to be yeah, in a polyamorous relationship. 
Maybe not that far. I don't not think I go far. as far as polyamory. I feel like you you have to be, if you're a man, you have to be willing to have a threesome with two women. They'll be like, oh no. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> Couldn't possibly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. I feel like most people won't have an issue. Well, most men won't have an issue with that. Yeah. Although I had, I had an ex that um, wasn't into the idea of a threesome because he was like, oh, it's too much. Yeah, I can imagine it would be very intimidating for some people. Or they would just, maybe if they're not confident, having one person's already enough to focus on, let alone two. Yeah, they're like, oh my God, I have to please two people. Exactly. Like, no, it's not about pleasing two people. It's about like a joint community effort. <laughs> I love it. What a great <laughs> way to like view it. It's just like a community project. <laughs> <laughs> to build the orgasm. Yeah, it's like build the house, just, just building something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> That's fab. Okay, my favourite section of the podcast now. And I'm very excited because you have not listened to any of these <laughs> or even know who I've contacted. I so. am so excited and <laughs> scared. I mean, I'd have to say because Florence is the most beautiful, lovable, intelligent, inquisitive, curious, phenomenal woman. She'll open your mind, body and soul, her powerful aura will strengthen yours she'll take you on the craziest adventures make you laugh through your life and make you cry so much because you miss her she'll nurture you your creativity your spirit deepen your purpose in life and pretty much make you a better human wow that's like the best recommendation anyone could ever fucking give yeah, you it's really positive. jesus fucking christ oh yeah I listen to her that's exactly what it's like to date me <laughs> I love that she was like, she'll make you cry because you miss her so much. <laughs> that is I don't know strong. If actually cried because I know that. Yeah, maybe. She, oh, maybe that's how she feels. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe she's cried because she misses you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got another one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the DMs went well. So, where to start with why someone should date Florence? I mean, not only is she so beautiful, but She has the most grounded, kind, open-hearted energy. Like, you can just, you know that she moves through this world with, like, love and compassion and wants to always keep learning and keep being better. And I think when someone clearly loves themselves in that kind of way, that only means that they pour that love outward into their relationships. She loves hard. She cares hard. She's... A sweet baby angel who's also very funny and charming and delightful. And anyone would just be so, so lucky to be able to say that they could date her, let alone be in a relationship with her. Oh, I just feel like, oh my God, my friends are the best. I know, so nice. It's actually making me teary. (laughs) Why the fuck is no one dating me then? Yeah. (laughs) Why is it so hard? It's not you, it's them. <laughs> the last line was so sweet in that one as well. Like, you're lucky to be a friend, let alone a partner. Like, oh. Aww. So I just want to send that to every single person that ever tries to date me. Okay, final section. This or that. So this is when I give you two options and you just got to pick one. I've made them all like dating Valentine's Day related, see me as this is coming out on Valentine's Day. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs> Would you rather receive flowers or chocolates? Flowers. I agree. 
that was an yeah. easy one for me yeah they just feel special flowers yeah they are special and I feel like I don't know I never really received them as well like chocolates I can go buy myself chocolate if I want yeah you yeah. know flowers are almost like emotional I don't know what it is about flowers it just yeah. feels really like thoughtful it does it does I don't, yeah I don't I can't I can't explain it it's just yeah. I love receiving flowers is just so amazing okay for a date night would you rather get all dressed up or be in a cozy comfortable outfit be in a cozy comfortable outfit for sure yeah I'm not really a dressy person I don't know if that's been that I don't know if that's come across on this episode at all but yeah I don't really like to dress up mm. yeah fair I enough. like to go like I like casual dress up so it's like a little bit but I never put on a pair of heels no. uh-uh. <laughs> not for me would you rather forget your date's name or accidentally call them your ex's name Maybe the forgetting someone's name because I almost feel like I did that to someone recently and it wasn't that it didn't go down that badly because on field, sometimes people don't put their like real name. Uh, I remembered their field name, but I didn't know their first name. Okay, so you called them by the field name. Yeah, which has now become their actual name. Oh, okay. (laughs) In in my eyes. In in your, yeah, in your mind, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For your code name. <laughs> Would you rather have three flavored condoms fall out of your bag on a first date or spill your entire drink onto their lap? Oh, the condoms. I would not be bothered about that. I'd be like, look, I'm really good at protecting my sexual health. I also like how it's so specific of like three flavored ones. I feel like you could make a joke being like, oh, it's so funny, the banana one. I don't know. <laughs> I know I wouldn't actually ever use flavored condoms either because of my vaginal pH yeah I feel like they're not good for you are they no so I'd be like oh thank god they're on the floor now I'll leave yeah. them there <laughs> <laughs> or you could be like oh I got gifted them at some yeah and that would actually make that... sense yeah exactly yeah and mm-hmm. then you'll be like oh I was never going to use them I just like forgot to take them out easy decision this one I think is so funny I think I know what you're going to pick but like I just love the concept <laughs> Okay. Would you rather every person you date for the next five years to be wearing light up trainers every time you meet or every person you date for the next six months goes to you? Oh, light up trainers. Yeah. <laughs> I but for five remember. years, <laughs> I had to keep upping that one because I was like, one year wasn't bad enough. I was like, you need no. to do more. <laughs> Yeah, but ghosting's hor- a horrible experience. Yeah, but it's so, six months. So I was like, you could five years is a. I guess you're just gonna have to love that person a lot you, and and you, just get. If over you were with them light up for trainers. five years, then I feel like the light up trainers would be worth it. And I remember the first time I got light up trainers. It was before they were launched in the UK, and my uncle that lives out here brought oh. them over from America and I thought they were the coolest thing in the world and I was very young I got them on a holiday when we were in France and they were literally the only thing that I was wearing around the house a little naked child in light up trainers running around it's amazing yeah so I have just, good memories good, of yeah happy trainers. memories <laughs> yeah I just like when I was writing this I couldn't stop giggling at that the thought of like five years because also I kept thinking of like all the situations where you'd be in 
like a wedding like you know you like at the cinema <laughs> yes <laughs> in a dark room <laughs> keep moving and then like every time you go clubbing I don't know I was just like I kept thinking of like really important events family weddings funerals like and they've got fucking light up trailers <laughs> oh my god yes I mean it'd be hilarious it would be hilarious it would would become like a meme as well and I would just film them in all these weird situations and go viral on TikTok (laughs) yeah yeah make loads of money that's so true (laughs) the account would literally just be like my partner refuses to take off his light-up trainers (laughs) and people would be like what five years worth of content brilliant exactly Okay, and that concludes the podcast. Ah, that was so fun. Thank I you so it. much Thank for you. coming. Thank you I for having me. Time. You're welcome. Me too, me too. And, you know, I'm available, I'm single. <laughs> you heard what my friend said, so I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> yeah, hurry up. <laughs> Especially if you're a nice Californian man. <laughs> yes, exactly. LA, preferably. Yeah, maybe California's a bit too big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm back in London for May, but only date me if you're willing to move out here. Yeah, if if sunshine is in your future, then. <laughs> if you are or know a lucky LA guy that would be perfect for Florence, you can find the podcast on Instagram at Single Sounds to let us know. Thank you to Lemonade for making the comfiest underwear and supporting this episode. And again, thank you to you for listening and supporting Single Sounds. It literally wouldn't exist without you. And if you're feeling extra generous with your time on this day of love, please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really means the world. See you next Tuesday where you'll be introduced to a fab single London man. And I'll be back doing what I do best, finding you dates. Have a great week.